Welcome to Undeniable Impact, the official podcast of the Undeniable brand. I'm Rhonda Berlino, a certified life business and stress management coach. And this is the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about gaining badassery from breakthroughs, mastering stress management, and rocking some resilience that supercharges your impact in every area of life. Making an undeniable impact is being your most empowered, unstuck, and unstressed self, creating expansive income and impact for generations. Now that's a legacy play, my friends. So let's get started. Everybody in the masterclass, I want you to meet Dr. Susie Rosenberger. So as you know, during this week, I have told you about the people, the least expected people that I met during going through my, I don't know, rehabilitation journey. <laughs> you know, the, the entire masterclass, as he knows, that, that mm-hmm. I crashed and burned and not just once, it just ended up being kind of a cycle. Like I would figure out how to recover, but not completely. And then somehow slip back into those things that are comfortable to me. Because when I got to trying to make the changes, not only did they feel so foreign to me, but things started happening wrong. And I thought it was a sign that I was doing it wrong. So first, welcome. Thank you for taking the time. I'm excited to have you here. So, Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks. So, so the masterclass knows Dr. Susie is a an acupuncturist and a holistic medicine practitioner did i say that right that's right (laughs) thank you so when i met susie dr susie when i met her um i really wasn't sure at all what to expect other than acupuncture and as it happens your body I learned this along the way that your body kind of leads you to the people you need um, in terms of help for you. And it's often not people you would expect, but in your discomfort, we're forced into listening to this body of ours because we need help, right? In terms of being completely cognitively foggy, um, wishing your face was flypaper so that maybe the words that are being spoken to you would have a minute to process, like being so symptomatic that every muscle in your, in your body hurts. And if you're like our audience, Dr. Susie, our audience is between 35 and say 55 or 60. And it's a terrible feeling to feel burned out or not vital at all. And so we get to a place where we're so freaking uncomfortable that we have to listen to our body and we get led to someone like Dr. Susie. So um, in reading your blogs and in knowing you, I know discomfort seems to be the place where people start. And so I know that you happen to, at a certain point in time, have a bunch of clients like me saying, oh, I was just in the emergency room. Everything's falling apart. 
I don't know if I can keep going on. I am not the same person I used to be, and it's scaring the crap out of me. My entire body is in freak-out mode. So go from there as far as what your experience has been with our our people. (laughs) Yeah, it was so interesting when you get to that point. It's almost as if you ignore the little tiny clues along the way that something's not right. And, you know, you might get migraines once in a while when, which is really a signal that you need to take some time and just go lay down in the middle of the day. I mean, who gives themselves permission to do that? And so you get these little warning signs and when you stop, don't listen to them and you push them out of your mind and you don't slow down enough to, to listen to your body, you end up in these more dire situations where you're going to get really hit over the head with the fact that something isn't quite right. And a lot of the time what that is, and when I hear you say burnout, what that speaks to to me is that people aren't living their path. They're maybe doing things out of obligation and shoulds, and they're not feeling inspired. Inspired is that spark of life, that's the vitality that's going to make people feel wide open, creative, and passionate. And who really feels that way in their life a lot of the times? We feel really overburdened with with obligation and living these energy patterns that can feel heavy. So, And in terms of of the body, I mean, I think you explained it like our body is a vehicle that we use to carry around the burdens of things that we are really unwilling to actually work through emotions, all those kinds of things. Will you elaborate with that? Yeah. So every time we experience an emotion and we don't want to just let it move through us and we hold it because we aren't ready to look at it yet, or we're not ready to move through it yet. Just say you're mad at your, your spouse. You want to, you don't want to just tell them you're angry and move through it. It's like you, You're used to just maybe holding it in and not speaking up for yourself. You hold it in, hold it in. After a while, you're going to have really bad PMS. For instance, this is just one small example of how this could go. And the beauty of having the PMS where you feel so irritated by any little thing and you lash out is that that PMS is serving you to understand how to express yourself. And of course, it's going to come to head in a very maybe unpleasant way until you can learn how to process those emotions on a regular basis. But the body will force you to confront yourself. And when they do that and you hear a doctor say something like, okay, you have anxiety. You have anxiety because you haven't been dealing emotionally with your body. You haven't been listening to your body. Like, what did you expect? I'm, I'm not kidding you. Someone, not you, <laughs> someone told me, well, you're not listening to your soul. And I was like, okay, so what does listening to your soul look like or sound like? I mean, there were voices in my head and I'm not talking like the Sybil kind of voices. I'm talking about the voice in my head that says, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this, you need to be this, create that la 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 all that you needs to which one like that which one is my soul then so i'm not listening to my soul so what does it sound like and for the longest time i was like this is a shameful thing 
yet just one more thing that I'm not doing right. And now my body's in a place where I'm mad at myself. I'm feeling shameful and that's not so helpful. And can you tell, tell the master class uh, what you said? <laughs> Simple. No, it's not so simple. It actually is a process. It's a long process. Depends on how self-aware you are, but it begins with just starting to peel off these layers. And the layers really are start with parental expectations. You know, maybe your parents were Western doctors and they really wanted you to follow that path. And you always had the expectation that this is what you have to do. So you need to get to a point to understand that was that this expectation that feels heavy and burdensome to me didn't come from my soul. That was just layered on from this source. And then once we can figure out the parental stuff, there's also the group societal norms that we have to confront. And that takes a lot of awareness too. So, you know, just the normal expectations of you have to go to college to be successful. That's just a story. That's just a myth. Many people are successful or live in their soul path, even if they don't go to college. So it's just eliminating these belief systems that we've been brought up in to really find out who we are and what we came to do. And there's tools out there to help you with this process. That's why I do dabble in um, astrology as well, because that tells you a really big picture of what you came to do in this lifetime. That's so interesting because that's one of the things that I never really, I mean, you just live in that, in that quote, Christian world. It's not something that I even thought about. And as you told me the story of like, well, you understand that you're, you know, a magnetic, energetic, um, water, <laughs> mostly water kind of body, right? And you started explaining that to me. So why wouldn't the pull of the planets have something to do about how how well you perform in certain times of the month or in certain parts of the year? And so if you were trying to plan to do something to carry a heavy load, like many heavy hitters do, like if you're if you are driven there's a path that is specific to you and it is pushing you right until your self-awareness goes ah i get it and then it can kind of pull you to your purpose kind of pulls you but it's interesting all of these things all of these things matter and dr susie you're the only one that ever told me um let me pull a card uh or <laughs> let me you know you know i go for acupuncture and the interesting thing about that is Take it or leave it. There are parts that you begin to feel resonate with you. And that is when you're feeling your body say, huh, you know, so just the beginning of the, of the resonating with something somebody has brought into your life to just expose you to like little portals of promise when your brain and you're so symptomatic and then you know that you have this anxiety and you need a doctor or two or three or if you're me, cardiology and blah, blah, you know, a few, <laughs> and you're just kind of going, you know, you're just symptomatic and you're not in your most positive mindset. And so for somebody to say, like you did in very small ways, um, I got much more than I 
than acupuncture in terms of like understanding because of the path that you've also walked, right? And so it, I was fortunate to have been led to to you, and that's one of the reasons I wanted you here to to share with with um, the masterclass because you know we're all in different places, and I remember being in a place where I thought I'd done everything, and now in terms of the COVID atmosphere and people being sequestered with their own thoughts and their own feelings and uh, and other people in their bubble. <laughs> what like, again? It's, a, it's just a real, real opportunity to work on our shadow. Everything that we think that we aren't and slowing down really helps us confront the, the shadow. And, and what the shadow means, it's literally everything that you think you're not. We are everything, we're all possibilities. We're, you know, we're happy and we're angry at the same time. Like two possibilities can exist at the same time. So it's really just to stop rejecting these other parts of ourselves and how else can we really dig down into that space without a, a quarantine, without a big pause button to actually stop right. and examine. So it, it really is a gift and we can use it constructively. We can absolutely use this time constructively and so in terms of i always want to help people condition themselves you know especially from this point forward because i don't think a lot of people realize how much how much stress is on us you know it's that it's a story like the the snowball going downhill and it's gaining and it's gaining and as long <laughs> as you keep running it's not going to run over you right and then you are then you're sequestered in a quarantine and you're like oh Right. <laughs> or you end up in the ER having a panic attack because the anxiety just kept building and building and it you can't outrun that either. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be the first to tell you that the mindset is really a huge hurdle because when you're the most symptomatic, you really need your mind to be able to look for things other than the things that are going to kill you. And your the reptilian mind is going, okay, you're totally weak, you're broken, and so now you're vulnerable. So you got to like watch for every negative thing, and your brain becomes like gets this negative bias of being in fight or flight, and that is so not helpful. Right. So we can use the anxiety as a helpful tool to say, okay, thank you, anxiety. You're showing me that something's not quite right. And I don't need to judge the anxiety. I don't need to react to the anxiety. I don't need to get into fear because I have anxiety. I can just thank the, the emotion and just calmly, neutrally examine my life and start to uncover what might be out of alignment for me. So it's like starting at, at, at the place where you just accept who you are and how you feel, right? And so what, what are the parts of the body? Like, I know my parts of the body, but I don't, I know you told me. So sure. tell me where, tell, yeah, like where, when I say these are the things that are hurting me, like I can't move my neck this way to this way. There's pressure on my chest, right? Sure. Like I cannot, I cannot take a full inhale. So naturally that's not, your, your brain is like, oh, we got trouble here because the shallow breathing, right? So, but you did help me to see what's connected to certain, certain symptoms. Can you mention some of those for the? Absolutely. So in my practice, I combined 
really examining the chakras, the seven main chakras with the meridians that we use in acupuncture. And by just using those two systems, I feel like I have a pretty comprehensive idea of what the main problem could be. So we can talk about the chakras really quickly. The root chakra is at the, the base where we sit, um, and that's associated with security. So if you have low back symptoms, it's the base of the spine that holds us upright, helps us feel tall and strong. If we don't feel stable where we live or with our finances, we can have some back problems. If we're going through some big life changes, our hips might feel out of alignment because our hips line us up in directions. With direction, I could literally walk in and that can be translated emotionally in life what direction in life am I going to take? So if you're moving or you have a relationship change, a big life change, you can get sciatica, hip stuff. And then digestive issues based on those chakras, those can really trace back to diet, worry, a lot of emotion held in our, in our earth organs, um, even a lot of mom type dynamics, dynamics with your own mother, how you nurture yourself, how your mom nurtured you and then of course the heart has a lot to do with anxiety but the heart can feel really open and free when you're feeling passionate and inspired i've had people come in anytime someone says thyroid thyroid i think throat chakra this person has not been really able to speak up um, maybe it's patriarchal stuff maybe it's family stuff maybe it's a combo of these these things but you know when, or if someone has to constantly clear their throat, throat chakra, that, that one's pretty clear. So, so when you say like the throat chakra and someone hasn't really been able to speak, you mean that they haven't been speaking in terms of decisions, making decisions on their own for their own life, right? So they or avoiding conflict or literally just holding in things that need to be spoken and holding in their light, their truth because of fears, conditioning, so uh, limitless possibilities of why someone's afraid to speak up. And it's always really an individual experience, but I think it's something that we've all experienced at one point or another mm -hmm. and that we can all understand. And then one more thing though, is the head. Oh, Anything yeah. on the head, the eyes, the nose, the mouth, ears, those problems really have a lot to do with receiving, how we receive information. If you're overwhelmed, overloaded, busy, 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 you might have issues with your, um, with these types of organs, with their eyes. You don't want to take in any more information. You don't want to see clearly. You don't want to listen. So that's when these types of patterns show up. Again, pretty complex, lots of possibilities there as well. Right. So it's, it's kind of interesting to me because, um, when, when you think about your eyes being the only external part of your brain, right? It's, it's got neurons that are directly communicating with your brain. And so in the, in the chemistry sense of what your brain's trying to do, if you have, have been in fight or flight or under extreme stress such that your body believes that it needs to be in that stress uh, response circumstance, you have chemistry issues up here that won't help you think either. And it was the most astounding thing. And I, I would go in for, for acupuncture and I would say, I can't focus or whatever. And I, you know, she would put the little pins. Yeah, <laughs> we gave the little unicorn horn. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, right here. Right. <laughs> That's right. 
And mm -hmm. I mean, the pens are like actually blunt and they're like as thick as a hair strand. So it's not like, oh, poke me in my head kind of thing. But there's no, it's not painful. No. Right. And there's something so soothing that happens um, when you when you've released all those blockages, uh, you know, when you put all the pins, explain to the master class your mastery in the meridians and how suddenly you can feel without even trying or thinking your body feels more at rest. Yep. So what we're doing with the acupuncture needles, we're literally using a metal needle, metal as a conductor of energy, electricity to move the way the energy is flowing in the body. So to make changes. So if there's an energy pattern, let's just use sciatica. For instance, someone's afraid to make a life change. They have really intense sciatica. I can put the, the needles in along the meridian that's feeling tight and it'll help move that energy. And it will also help. I mean, it was so profound about putting these needles in and moving this energy for pain is that sometimes there's an emotional response too. the patient might start crying right when I put that pin in and they don't know why. And they don't really need to know why, but that just shows that the energy moved something they were holding really tight, just got released. And then the pain will start subsiding as well. So that's pretty much how it works. It's just an amazing thing because when, like I said, when you're really symptomatic and you're, your body comes to your aid. It will not let you down. It comes to your aid and leads you to people who somehow you're able to trust are going to do a really great thing for you. And then they do the thing that you really have no idea what kind of impact it's going to have, but you feel better. And so you begin to, as we should for so long, I haven't done it. I, I didn't do it then for so long, but I do it now and the difference is crazy good. And it's basically matching your insides to the outsides. So matching your feelings and the direction of your body with the actions you take with it, right? Taking the unsure road. I freaking loved your blog about your New York City experience. I, at many of my masterclass people know that I spent 30 years in corporate America and I thought I was doing the thing that I love to do because there were so many good things about it. And, um, but it was, it was highly difficult in terms of what my body would take and what I had to do in order to survive in that surroundings. And that was part of why I came to see you to begin with. And then I realized reading your blog that you were also a sales rep, being a representative, <laughs> right? A representative representing somebody else's brand, somebody else's image, somebody else's all that. Or the Johnson and Johnson, yeah. <laughs> or a tidy Samadil, that's right. And then suddenly you realize, you know what? I'm unhappy at this. So tell me a little bit about, about that journey. And, and for the masterclass, I think it's really important to show them how to go forward, what it feels like to go forward when you're unsure, but you're following your body. You know, it's, it's uh, yeah. something you're unfamiliar with. Okay, I want to start off by saying that some people, I don't want to bash corporate America because some people oh, no. actually thrive in that structure. So that structure can really work well for a lot of people, but for a lot of people, it's a little stifling and it, and it doesn't work. And some people need more free time to do their work. 
Some people don't like pressure, some like it. So there's so many different things to look at about what works for each individual. But for me, you know, I was trying to cram my, um, was it my square peg in a round hole for 10 years doing the sales thing. And it was fun for a little while and then it, it just wasn't. And I, it, the energy that it took to make myself go to work, it was it was very noticeable how little motivation I had because I'm not really someone that has a high tolerance to live out of alignment. So they say in Chinese medicine that when you force yourself to do something that's not really in your alignment, you're going to use up your willpower and that's connected to the kidneys, which is connected to your whole life force. So every day you force yourself to do something out of alignment, you're literally, using up your life force energy in a way that's not constructive when you're doing something in your flow state you're doing something that really doesn't really it doesn't require the same effort at all because it it comes from a state of absolute flow so what i would wish for everyone is to give themselves permission and have the courage to find whatever that flow state is and it's not always work for everybody you know we don't have to like have all have groundbreaking careers to be in our flow state. So it, it really could be anything like carving out time to do art, whatever puts you in that flow state at least once a day is imperative to be in good health. Is it but for me, I started to feel the heavy physical symptoms when I was doing something that wasn't in alignment. And when I was searching for the next thing, where, where do I need to take my life? A little magic did happen. And I, I Googled dentistry school and acupuncture school popped up on my computer. So, you know, when something's meant for you, you just be open to the signs and signals from the universe. We're here supported by a lot of different energies. So just to be able to open yourself up to the little signs along the way to help you get on your path if you don't know what your path is. And so what about the things that, that may seem to come against you? Um, when you decide now I'm going to start doing the right thing and then suddenly you got an eye issue or something. It's just fear. It's fear and it's okay to have fear and it's just important to not judge it. When you do take a risk or make a big life change, it's okay to say I'm human. I have fear (laughs) instead of to fight it. So, um, And I think that once we start to get on our path and have more experiences taking the unknown, we start to be able to comfort and self-soothe a little bit better. Right. And I mean, the the world is full of unknown right now. And it's so interesting when I was reading the the elusive part, the the illusion is that we were safe anyway. The illusion is (laughs) we're not safe now. And... The illusion is we were working this big job because that's what we were supposed to be. And the reality is we have so much power in doing what our body is best at in terms of whatever your soul path is, right? And I can tell you for, I learned this very much from things we discussed. And that that is, if you don't do the thing that is natural for you, there, there will be signs to like correct you. <laughs> And yeah, then, and they're very they're gonna be very physical signs, or you just realize that you have no energy, or you realize that you're never happy, you never experience the emotion of joy. <laughs> that in itself should be enough of a 
motivating factor because to be honest, I don't think enough of us do experience joy on a daily basis. And so, so experiencing joy, I, I can't help it because I, my corporate and I'm not bashing corporate either. I'm really looking at myself like a corporate being because I was in it so long that I just became it. So it's really not so much that somebody else made me do anything. It's not their decision. It was my decision, but my decision was my identity is this. And I'm going to keep that identity right here, all shiny. So nobody can hurt me while the inside of me is going, excuse me, excuse me. I need some things. The other thing is um, there are certain things in life that, that are easier if you decide that you will have no needs and you become a non-entity non so you don't take care of yourself at all. So giving yourself permission to say, I would like to follow my joy, please. Like that was, those words <laughs> like would never have come out of, my out of my mouth, but I began to feel it. It's like, it started like this. And I think you might've told me how to do this. How do you feel? Say, I'm going back to work. And I'd go, I'm going back to work. And then I was like, uh, <laughs> like the, the truck back on my chest, right? And then you said, say to me, you know, I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna follow what feels good right here, what feels expansive. And, and I said, oh, that feels good. That's mm -hmm. what we're talking about. We're not talking about, oh, wouldn't it be great to be in the circus? Or, you know, like, no. or, I mean, but if the circus is your thing, awesome, <laughs> you know. But the reality is, it was easy to poke fun of it when I thought my responsibility was the thing I had to do. The reality is, we are here to be joyful and productive, yes. not dutifully martyring productive kind of people, because you don't get as much from that for sure. So I know our time is getting close and I just think, um, hold on. I have to look at my notes here. I got it. So we talked about mastering the, the unknown. We did that already. I would just want to make sure that we, that we covered everything. So I think one other thing I want to go over is just, um, the things that you do now, like you're in Colorado and, um, can you, can you tell them a little bit like who would have thought that you could read a face? Yeah. <laughs> so can you tell me a little bit about that? Just a little. Yeah, I learned um, Chinese face reading from Lillian Bridges, who is the leading expert in the field. Uh, she's been on Dr. Phil, I believe it was Dr. Phil or Dr. Uh, something like that. She's amazing. It's been in her family tradition for 10 years or 10 generations word of mouth transmission. So she was learning this as a child. And basically, we can start by talking about wrinkles because I know a lot of women would want to hear about this. So you can get your Botox, you can do this or that. But the root problem of wrinkles is that every time you experience an emotion, you make a micro expression. So um, if I'm frustrated, I'm going to get those those wrinkles between my eyebrows. and Like these? <laughs> Too. So your face becomes this map of your emotions. And so for someone trained in this, I can look at someone's face and see what emotions they play in a lot. Like, oh, this person is a shallow breather. They've got the wrinkles here. So they might feel stressed or they're in fight or flight too much. This person's frustrated a lot. They have these going on. Or 
the the forehead wrinkles this person surprised a lot and raising the eyebrows a lot so um that's how that works with the wrinkles but then each feature also can show you how energy moves in your body so each wow. feature represents different organ systems so just to give you a really quick fun example the nose for instance we'll just do a quick little example the size of your nostrils if you can put your pinky finger in your nostril and there's extra space you expend a lot of energy and energy also means money it means you're, you probably like to spend money. If you, it's how you let go of energy, how you let go of your breath, how you let go of the air. So I just want you to know that the end, to my entire store. crew here all has their fingers in their nose. <laughs> right, that's a quick way. If it's tight, you probably don't like spending money as much and you conserve your energy better. So that's just one little way to see how the energy moves through you. And the nose relates to the metal element, what we value, so it's just, one yeah. little example, but you can, there's just so much there. It's a very deep, rich subject that um, I really enjoy applying and learning. So, yeah, I mean, I love that because again, so we are human expressions of energy and light. I, I mean, I, yeah. I know my sister's going to tell me I sound like a yoga teacher any moment now, but <laughs> getting in touch with this body is fascinating and the the ability for me to have been in your presence and still know you is like every time i talk to you i find some other fascinating thing i'm like ah okay so for people who feel like they have absolutely nothing further to go let me just say that we've probably covered <laughs> some other options for them to explore but sure. um i wanted in closing I wanted to make sure that we talk a little bit about the beauty of the divine woman between those ages, like my beautiful masterclass people right here between 30, 35 and, you know, 55, 60, you know, there's a beautiful thing. I know it's a very deep subject for you. You need to do a blog on that. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm, work <laughs> I'm actually working on a, a large series about the divine feminine. Uh, right now so it's going to be ceus for people in my field but it will be available online on my store so <laughs> okay say hello to my dog hi yeah in, in my the series that i'm working on right now we do look at the maiden the mother and the crone those classic archetypes and basically if the theme is like for women to be in their power to not need a man to not need anybody else outside of themselves this can go for men too to be honest but mm -hmm. um and and to really honor the divine feminine which is the yin in chinese myths and yin and yang are and that it is so vast and deep it's you know it could be our shadow it could be the art of doing nothing the art of relaxing the art of nurturing ourselves instead of the modern woman who is doing it all the child care the meals the working now they're teachers too it's too much it's too much and it's it's going to lead to it has led to a plethora of problems with our health and our well-being and affecting our ability to experience that joy so yep for sure i mean i think it's amazing right now the high performing people that I know are like they first started with the 
Okay, we're all we're all shut down now. I am gonna. I'm killing yeah, I'm this. Right? <laughs> I'm doing all of this, and then it was like, okay, now they let the kids out. I mean, like now it's like summer, and it's like, okay, well, I can handle this. I do vacation for every week. High performance, like high performance anxiety, high performance coping, right? Everything is like busy. I'm busy, busy, and then when it comes to now that schools are not open. And my high-performing, amazing people are going, I am not a teacher. I cannot. I just, ah, what am I going to do? And, and my answer to them always is just like, breathe, 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 and know that you are a badass. You're a woman. You are a divine woman, and you got this. Okay, so let's decide. Women are badasses. I, <laughs> That's right. I, That's right. We can birth some people. <laughs> We, we got that birthing thing. And I think too, it's important to note that in this time, I think women and women nurturing is what the world's calling for. Like we are the ones going, okay, all right, let's be honest here. I'm a little tired, but I know what to do. I know I need nurturing. I knew, I know my children, my animals and this earth need nurturing. So we're going to slow up. We're going to hold up, regroup breathe and do what feels natural as far as what your body says i so i just wanted to throw this out there in closing in regards to this in chinese medical theory the best way to take care of your kids is to take care of yourself there's a there's a cycle called the the mother child cycle and even with the acupuncture points that we select is always to strengthen the mother point in this cycle it's a complex theory but always strengthen the mother to strengthen the child. If the mother's happy, the child will be happy. And that's the theory. And it is easier said than done. I can speak to that as a mother of two little ones. I'm surprised to find myself struggling so much with that balance of finding myself in the midst of all that. So yeah. that it's a practice taking care of yourself first. There's so much tied into it, you know, we, well, we just want to be perfect, don't we, as women? <laughs> well, because here's the thing. If your heart's in it, then the perfection that you're looking for is, is really important. That means, really, you're not looking for perfection. You're looking for impact. And so the easiest way to do that is to do the action that feels most right to you, perfect or not. But do it from here, right? That is the Without deal. the guilt and the shame. And yeah. Ditch all them. the other stuff that can creep into our consciousness it's oh, to do what's right for you without the guilt the shame or to, or just to learn how to coexist with it and not let it run the show yeah absolutely absolutely so man thank you so much for this time i want people to know where they can find you and um so will you tell them where you where you are maybe social media website sure. I, I like my website the best. It connects you to anything else. My Facebook and I have, I do have an Instagram and it connects you to my blogs. It's doc, dr. Susie Rosenberger.com. D-R-S-U-S-I-E-R-O-S-E-N-B-E-R-G-E-R.com. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So, and you we're probably going to have to have another little masterclass on your you know, Divine Woman series. I would love to to be a part yes, of that. Yes, it's, so. it's coming along. It's it's 
a passion project absolutely so that's exciting that's exciting okay so be well thank you so much the master class thanks you we'll talk thank with you. you thanks for having me all right talk soon bye All right. Well, hey, my friend, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're ready to go to another level, get your performance to another level without risking your health and your relationships. Don't forget to go to theundeniablebrand.com. Let me be your coach. Let me spend the first of each month with you, giving you a personal development seminar. Let me help you get unstuck, break through your emotional blocks, find your real clarity, your real passion, and your purpose and then implement the habits you know you need to implement. So change your life by getting a coach to give you some expert guidance specific to your desired outcome. And listen, you're here for a reason. You got as far as you could get, you're here. You achieve so much in your life, but to go to another level requires another level of mindset, another level of discipline, and another level of direction and community and consistency. You have an undeniable drive. So let's get it healthy, fully producing on your terms. And that's what my coaching program's all about. So book a free clarity session at theundeniablebrand.com. And hey, we'll see you on the next episode of Undeniable Impact. Be well.